0: Welcome back housing news listeners. This is Austin Lloyd and I'm the producer of this weekly podcast which is a proud member of the Industry Syndicate. Although Season 3 of Housing News is over, you will be listening to a special bonus episode today, which features an interview aired on HousingWire's newest podcast called The Daily Download. For those not familiar with The Daily Download, it's a podcast that examines the most compelling articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom each and every day. Currently, the podcast is supported on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. In today's crossover episode, we revisit a conversation HousingWare's magazine editor, Kelsa Ramirez, had with Ojo Labs' chief marketing officer, Karen Starnes, about the role of marketing in the housing industry's changing landscape. Notably, Starnes is a 2020 Woman of Influence winner and will be featured heavily in HousingWare's August magazine issue. So sign up for HW Plus to receive the relaunched magazine and read her full story. Until then, let's dive into this bonus episode.
1: Hey everyone, this is Kelsey Ramirez, and I just want to talk to y'all a little bit. I have a really special guest on with me today, Um, but before we get to that, I wanted to give y'all some exciting news. So here in our upcoming August issue, which will be released in just a couple weeks, is actually the relaunch of Housing Wire magazine. So we have a lot of exciting things planned for that issue, um, a lot of great topics that we want to dive into, and it is also featuring one of my favorite awards of the year, the Women of Influence. So speaking of, I'm going to give you all a little sneak peek of one of the women that uh, we've featured uh, in this issue, um, and that is Karen Starnes, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Ojo Labs. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi,
2: Kelsey. I'm great. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, before we dive into anything too deep, I just kind of want to get your take on what was it like to hear like when you got the news that you were one of our Women of Influence? How did that feel? Well, it
2: feels great. I think so much of the work that, you know, you do as a marketer is in support of, you know, another outcome. And so you're an input to a lot of other outputs or kind of revenue measures. And I think it's just great um, for for the work to be recognized and, um, you know, and for the work that I'm doing and leading at Ojo Labs. So it was a real thrill
1: so that's actually exactly what I want to talk to you about so we have a really strong focus in this issue on marketers and and kind of what they did during this time I think we have more marketing represented in in our woman of influence than we have any other year and that's just because of the role I think that marketing has played during this time Um, there's been so much going on so much uh, change so much that companies have been uh, needing to shift gears on and I think that a lot of times these marketing departments have really stepped up to the plate and been the driver on a lot of this change. So at Ojo Labs, what does that look like for y'all whenever you started getting stay-at-home orders, when we started seeing like all these shifts in the industry? Um, what did that look like on y'all's end?
2: Yeah, so I mean, there's so much that we already have on our place as marketers, looking after our brand, taking care of PR and social media, focused on helping the business acquire new customers as well as engage the ones that we have and so i think that you know the shift right now is looking at a few different things some of it is the context of the business that we're in and so as you know this is so much less about you know people gathering at open houses it's like how can we use the the tools and the engagement with home buyers and sellers to help them progress in a really different way in a different context because at the end of the day, what they want hasn't changed, right? People want the outcome. They want to buy a home. They need to sell their home and and they don't wake up in the morning kind of thinking about I need a new tool. And so, you know, our job is to shift the you know, recognize that there's a context shift in the how and be of service kind of toward that outcome, which really is unchanged.
1: Looking at your background, I mean, you come from places like Amazon and Microsoft. And, and when you look at these companies and the kind of tech that you have, um, I, I saw a joke once. It was, you know, you, you look at, you know, the United States Postal Service. You say, where's my package? And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's somewhere. You know, you look at FedEx and it's like, oh, we're in route." UPS, like, oh, we'll be there at 2 o'clock. And then Amazon, we're in your living room. <laughs> so, I mean... You you have just That's so right. I got an
2: alert from Alexa I got an alert from Alexa this morning that the package had been dropped off. So I didn't even have to leave my desk and uh and I knew it was on my front porch.
1: I mean it's crazy and then you know if you do their smart locks and everything else, they really can. Like just come put it in your living room for you and you know, you can see on your cameras that it's happening. It's just the tech in some of these places is just so far advanced. And, and then you transitioned to the mortgage industry, which um, we're a little bit behind the curve, not not quite there yet. Um, what is that transition like, and what do you hope to to bring to the industry?
2: Yeah, I think you know shifting over into the real estate space is a, is a brand new area for me, and it it took me back to um, the time between I was at Amazon twice, my two Amazon stints. I worked in the education sector at Pearson. And, you know, I think the interesting thing about kind of having a, a, a deep marketing toolbox and a bunch of experiences is that you can move into a completely different sector and industry and bring a lot of that know-how with you. And in some cases, right, working on kind of the cutting edge of technology um, in firms like an Amazon or a Microsoft, you're a little bit ahead of it, so you've seen the movie before. Um, but a lot of the, the tools are just the same, and it's just how you apply them. And for me, it all just starts with the customer, right? Really deeply understanding the customer, their wants and needs, and being able to kind of empathize with them. You know, kind of back to my point of, you know, people aren't necessarily looking for a tool, they're looking for that outcome. So how can the thing that you have to offer you know, be in service of that customer and really meet them where they are because, you know, we know that that buying or selling a home is really complex. And so, you know, being able to kind of have that flexibility and to create the kind of messaging or engagement points that really do let people kind of be wherever they, wherever they are, um, you know, housing and lending, you know, there are lots of ups and downs. And and so for me it just really all goes back to kind of the the empathy and understanding of the customer which which cuts across, you know, anything that you might want to um market to.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So so what advice would you have for marketers doing this time? There's a lot of changes going on. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of people that you might would say they don't even really know what they want right now because they they're still they're getting hit with so much different information from so many angles. So if there are marketers that are kind of lost right now, I'm not really sure like what angle to, to grasp onto, like what advice would you have for them?
2: Yeah. Well, I would, I would kind of break it into two pieces, Kelsey. The first is, you know, keep iterating on what has been working for you. And, and, and so we all have a playbook. And that playbook, you don't want it to become static. Um, and so it's like you're going to iterate on on what's working for you, whether that's hey I've got a message or um, I'm doing some Facebook or Google ads that are working. You know, how can you start to change them up? But really, always have um, kind of always have a um, a control ad or copy or content that you're you're benchmarking against. I think that's bread and butter. Mm-hmm. The thing that I would encourage people to do, and probably now more than ever, is to experiment. And that feels scary, and that can feel expensive. Uh, The way I look at it is, you know, use 10% of your budget or have at least one project that you're working on that's experimental. And by experimental, I mean you're testing something where you don't know the outcome. It might work and be amazing, and you'll want to, you know, kind of double down on that, or it might fail. And um, I'm doing a meeting with TikTok in a couple of weeks for that very reason, because there are new channels, there are new ways to, you know, reach our audiences and, and, you know, sticking a toe in the water is kind of a, a really great first step because we all know that at some point, right, our playbook is going to wear out and that we need to be thinking about um, what's next. And, you know, and, and as a marketer and as a brand marketer, I love trying new things. And so, you know, TikTok may be an avenue or not, but I think it's going to be really fun to kind of head down the path to say like, is there something here for us um, in connecting with people who are looking to buy or sell homes? home?
1: Yeah, that's really great. And something I've, I've seen, we've, we've tried a couple TikTok trends um, and just posted those videos on, on LinkedIn. And we haven't, we haven't opened a housing wire TikTok but uh, we just tried different things and, and posted it to our other social media. And um, I have learned that because of the the people that we have in our industry, all of them think that we made up these videos, and they just think we are the most creative <laughs> people. So that that's a fun aspect. So if you can if you can post that out there, everyone will think that you just came up with these ideas on your own. It's great.
2: Well, user-generated content can can really be an interesting place to kind of keep audiences engaged. And, you know, I think that's a, a – back to my kind of earlier point, right? There's so much work that we put into, you know, acquiring customers, but not all of them kind of transact in the short term. And so looking at, like, what are those tactics that you're using to kind of keep people engaged? What little nuggets – useful information are you sharing or what you know fun thing like a tiktok might you share that kind of keeps people engaged while they're while they're on their journey um i think it's super interesting
1: yeah i love it i love it well thank you so much for coming on and and talking to me and i look forward to reading more about you and and for our readers to learn more about you when our august magazine comes out
2: Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Kelsey. I appreciate the time today.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Housing News Podcast. And if you like what you heard, please don't forget to give us feedback and write us on iTunes. Also, make sure to check out HousingWire's latest podcast, The Daily Download, which is a daily wrap of HousingWire's hottest stories, now available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you.